Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts. And this week I'm joined, as always, by Jim and Abraucho. And I'm excited that we get to just sit down and have a bit of a chat. Uh, we haven't talked just among ourselves in a little while. And one of the great parts of having two co-hosts is that we can do just episodes between ourselves. And it's a lot of fun. So uh, what's going on, Jim? What's new? Uh, took a little PTO from work last week, which meant um, some catching up, some home projects and different things. Uh, found that um, a little bit of R&R was actually more needed than I had originally thought. And um, now that I'm back in the swing, it's like, hmm, I need another week of vacation from the vacation kind of thing. <laughs> so, and then um, as we talked about, I think last week, it's uh, October in Indiana, which means 80 degrees at in the daytime and eight degrees at night, uh, which makes for, you know, fun sniffling and all that good kind of head cold stuff, but nothing too terrible. So surviving brother. Surviving. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a little, uh, allergic response in the last couple of days. I think the, uh, cedars are starting to do their thing. And so I'm, uh, you know, dealing yeah, with some of that. Myself. Cedar fever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Berto, what's going on with you? Um, usual stuff for the most part. You know, I posted in the group. I have an opportunity to, to make some a little bit of side cash just in time for Christmas, uh, possibly painting some Amazon vans. So we're going to see if that if that actually pans itself out. Mm -hmm. I decided in this in my quote unquote studio here, my shed that I'm sitting in right now, that was half set up as kind of a makeshift kind of paint booth. and Pretty much just came to the conclusion that I really don't want to paint in here. So I'm starting to clean it out. I'm going to throw out a bunch of stuff, liquidate a lot of the red paint equipment I got in here. And this place is going to be a straight up recording studio slash lounge. Very so that should be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's a 12 by 20 shed. It's insulated. So, I mean, it's it's actually quite comfortable. And, and now that I just started cleaning it up, you can actually see floor space. You're like, all right, we can, we can do something with it. Very cool. Nice. Uh, and, and it's easy enough for me to... Uh, to join you over there and uh, we can, we can do things in, in person, uh, in a spacious area instead of cram behind my busy, very busy desk. Um, and, uh, and, or just hang out, you know, grilling and, you know, a place to hang out would be cool. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really cool. My week has, uh, continued and to, uh, well, we just finished up week two of the, the carnivore keto cut. Um, I'm still uh, holding holding on to the macros really well. Not getting to the gym as often as I'd like, but uh, still being relatively, if not pretty darn active, uh, despite that. So enjoying um, enjoying that for the most part. Um, I, last week, I think, was the last week where I'm going to feel like I'm eating too much. Um, this week's macros come in at 2,100 calories, roughly. 
um, which is still, you know, a lot compared to what Berto is doing. Um, but it's the, the hard part about it is that it's largely protein. Um, that I'm having to start to choose leaner, uh, cuts of, of meat and things like that. I had my first ham steak today, um, with that to, uh, try to get in some protein without not a lot of fat. And, uh, that was tasty, but 11, uh, 11 ounces of that was a lot at once. Um, so it's been, uh, an interesting challenge. I've lost a little bit of weight so far, but I'm thinking that my body's trying to adjust to the higher protein, uh, intake because I know that I was under eating protein, um, before this, um, I can just tell based on it being such a big change, uh, from where, where I was and what I was doing before. So. All is well with that. I haven't hit the wall that some of the other guys in the in the uh, the group uh, have. Uh, Johan has has been complaining a little bit that that he's hitting the wall, but he's you know an avid CrossFitter. He's in the CrossFit gym day in and day out. He's saying uh, that for the most part, you know, he's he's fine on the low intensity stuff, but when he tries to amp it up, he's having some issues. And he's also on a uh, a lower caloric intake than i am i do, I do believe so we what are we gonna do in november well that's a good question i mean i know it's no shave november for a lot of guys mm-hmm. i think that's for prostate cancer awareness or something like that mm-hmm. but you know what any thoughts of what we should do next month hmm. well uh, that's a good question so i caught you off guard chris yeah, I, apologize. yeah I don't know um, now I'll still be on the cut until mid November because it's six weeks, not four. Um, and then of course, reversing through the holidays. Uh, but we can do a, um, we, we could encourage no shave November. There's Movember, which is mustaches. Um, car November, car November. Yeah. Oh, car there, November. there you go. Yeah. I think that's what we did last, last yeah, year. Let's say, how about that yeah. clever? <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, that, that's, uh, yeah, we, we, we've got to think about that. Let's see what, uh, well, let, uh, let, let's think about that and see what, what it will be. I think it, it would be, yeah, let's do just a gen- generic car- carnivore November, but make sure that everybody's tracking, make it be a, a track challenge because that's that that was a good challenge the last time for for us um in in both groups was to encourage everybody to track everything but to do it to do so in carnivore so that that would be good that would be good we should do that um and that should set us up for the holidays and i know that was one of the things that we wanted to talk about but let's do our shout outs real quick before we forget um so jim do you have yours I do. I do. So I am giving a shout out to Father Jerry Tavares, who's been a member of the Keto Man's Club for a while. Um, He is a Canadian and he's got a a direct line to a higher power, if you know what I mean. That's why we call him Father Jerry. Um, He doesn't post a lot of photos of himself, but he does some amazing things with his food. Um, And kudos to anybody who puts keto food on a real plate, not a paper plate. Because it just blows my mind sometimes how guys can make these huge steaks and then they're on this like floppy, you know, 79 cents for 500 paper plates. 
So um, Father Jerry posted up a couple days back keto fried chicken with a tomato cheese sauce. And uh, he says that he used um, uh, ground up pork rinds for the breading on the chicken. So if you miss fried chicken, um, you know, the the stuff that you get through the window at the restaurant kind of thing, well, never fear. You can actually do a very nice keto style um, and check out Father Jerry's food photos in the group. He is He definitely knows what he's talking about. So that's my shout out for the week. Very cool. Berto? Uh, following the whole line of talking about food, uh, mine's going to go to our good friend, Tony Serrano. It, it, just, it was actually both hilarious and sad, but he posted a, a question. Is Carolina barbecue supposed to be stretchy? He's like asking for, it's me. I want to know. And then he posted a video of what I'm assuming is supposed to be brisket and him trying to cut it. And it's, it's bad. It's bad. And you know, the line of commenting and the conversation I followed is, is pretty hilarious, but <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. shoe leather or maybe like a sponge. It might be the best uh, description. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's hard. That's rough. Um, I had some uh, slab barbecue today, and it was delicious. And that was a nice, um, nice thing to to do. Getting out of the house a little bit today, and they had a nice covered eating area. I was able to pull up my laptop, do some podcast editing while I was out there eating and it was good. Um, I am going to shout out Gary Warden. Um, he, he posted a before and after picture five years apart between the two. Uh, he's looking good. Definitely been hitting the gym. And, uh, but the thing that stood out to me more than the, the picture was his, um, it was his, his comment that went with it. And it says discipline equals freedom. Never effing again. Never. And that type of um, determination and uh, mindset is just so key and something that a lot of us uh, struggle with, to be honest, because there's, the, you know, a lot of us, like including myself, that slipped into uh, becoming very fat <laughs> very, you know, over a, a longer period of time, uh, we, we can get lazy and we have to kind of remind ourselves, hey, you know, don't, don't go back. Never again, never again. And so I, I love that mentality. I love that, that mindset. So uh, that's our shout outs for the week. Um, so we, we don't have a ton of agenda, but we do want to talk a little bit about a couple things uh, that we kind of thought of um, before we get too far. And let's talk about the merch because especially by the time that this airs, which um, move things around again a little bit. I think I'm going to end up airing this next week just to make sure that it gets out before the end of October. Um, but um, but uh, we uh, have the store ready at this point, you know, basically we're, we're, we're working on some small logistical items, but, uh, but in general, the, the store is ready and, uh, the items uh, will be ready. The uh, and then, uh, like I, I just mentioned, we we're we're gonna we're gonna get this out. This podcast episode is coming out relative, like the week after we're we're you know recording it, so that we can make sure that we get this out in to, in time. But uh, 
the first two weeks that the store is open, we're going to offer an early bird code. And this will just give you 15% off uh, everything, you know, anything that, that you're, um, uh, anything that, that you're purchasing. Um, it will give you 15% off so that you can um, uh, get that off because you're getting it early. So that's uh, that, that discount code will be in the notes, but I'm setting it right now. Bird 15, early bird 15, all one word. So that will be um, your your discount code to get uh, a little bit off the price uh, is if you get it within the first two weeks of uh, this of selling. So um, definitely get get in while the get get into it while the getting's good so that we can make sure that uh, you have it and then these pre-orders will um, will end within the month. We want to make sure that we have plenty of time to uh, get everything um, get get everything to our printing uh, printing company to get ant going with it so we can get it to you guys before the holidays and before it gets really cold for a lot of you. Um, so yes, for a lot of you, not for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was intentional with that particular, idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely, um, yeah. Um, so that would, um, that, so that's, what's, what's going on the merch store. We'll, we'll be broadcasting it on the, on the Facebook group and the, on the podcast uh, feed on, on Instagram and Facebook, uh, getting it out there. We have hoodies, we have t-shirts. Um, uh, I'm even working on adding a variant that would be a long sleeve t-shirt. So, uh, for the t-shirt, uh, designs, we have a new design. We're calling it life cycle and it, it embodies our motto, Eat meat with heavy sleep and repeat um, designed by a friend of mine, which I'm so ever so grateful for Stephanie for uh, stepping in and creating exactly what we needed. We'd been sitting there debating on the design for so long and she, she nailed it. So uh, really thankful for Stephanie stepping in on that and, and uh, helping us out. Uh, so uh, that is um, the merch thing. Anything to add to that guys? Get it while you can. Yes. Because once it's once it's gone, it's gone. We yeah. will never sell anything again. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I doubt that. But yes, because uh, we're because we're all gonna buy our new Ferraris and, and yes. roll off into the sunset with mm-hmm. these uh, last round of, sh- of shirt sales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made so much money the last round. Uh, uh, we actually, with that said, we do absolutely support. Uh, absolutely appreciate the support that has been shown in the sales and spreading the word and sharing, uh, sharing the podcast with people, sharing groups with people, uh, that support means a lot. Um, and the, the, the finances, none of us are taking a salary. We're kind of paying some of the bills with it. Um, but none, we're, we're not, we're not making money on this thing. We're, we mainly are, you know, Bowling back into the community as best as we can, uh, trying to improve the quality of the podcast. There's some. Uh, Don't give up the facade, Chris. Hey, you they, know, they think we're millionaires. <laughs> I am definitely not a millionaire. Uh, so we don't really mark these things up. And then if you were to legitimately add up the hours that we each individually put into the little tasks that it takes, mm-hmm. and then 
combine those hours and then, you know, whatever little money we do make, divide that by three. And we don't want to know what that number is because it, it would be it, it would be very, very depressing. Yeah, yeah, it, we're, we're definitely uh, while there's some money being made, there's a little bit of a profit margin. That profit margin is not huge by any means. And it's mainly enough to just keep us moving forward uh, with it. That's really what it is. Um, gives us a little bit more flexibility to hire a graphic designer to make our design instead of doing it ourselves, which we did this time, which was awesome. Um, so, okay. Well, uh, that's the merch thing. Get it while you can. And, uh, you know, again, thanks for, for sharing and uh, putting us out there. Uh, so that's that. Uh, speaking of getting getting the word out there, Reddit. Jim, do you want to talk about that? Well, you know, we um, have a number of followers in our Facebook and then on our Facebook groups. We've got um, a page for the podcast. We have an Instagram profile. I mean, we've got a lot of interaction out there on social media platforms and whatnot. And every so often, um, we'll get this sudden burst of about 10, 20 different guys, at least, who read about us on Reddit. Um, I have not really participated in Reddit, so I don't have a lot of insight on how it works or anything. Um, I know it's supposed to be considered the front page of the Internet. So I think that's what they call themselves. Um, so uh, the other night, well, actually tonight, um, I went through and we had a number of guys, as I mentioned, that had requested to join the groups, either uh, the Keto Man's Club or the Keto 101 Man's Club, who said that they heard about it on Reddit. So if you're listening to this and you are a Reddit user and you go into the what's what's the phrase, Chris, the subreddit, subreddit. on keto. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, it's uh, uh, Reddit, uh, Reddit dot com slash R slash keto. Awesome. Slash away. Well, don't slash at us. Let, let's, let me backtrack on that. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> don't slash at us. Um, but whoever is out there talking about us, thank you very much, first of all. Second of all, hopefully you are finding a good path on keto and you're getting some good information from us on the podcast or whatever social media that you've been that you found us on. Um, but yeah, if um, you know, we just we're just glad to see it. And, um, you know, good press is extra good press. So people who are finding uh, the benefit of us and what we do. Um, on those ripple effects on social media, hey, we will take it and mm -hmm. much appreciated. Absolutely. Well, um, and yeah. if you're talking bad about us, Chris Duckett, he lives and no, I won't give his address. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no, um, I am definitely not the enforcer in this case. Uh, <laughs> well, um, so we are, you know. We're, we're, we're airing this, you know, next week and it's going to be second to last weekend of October. And, uh, you know, what we're, what we're looking at with that is that, you know, sun's gone more of the day and, and seasonal affective disorder is absolutely kicking in, uh, for, for some people. So, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about that in general, uh, you know, affirm for those that may be feeling it, but didn't realize that it's a thing. Well, it's a thing. Um, but you know, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. What, what do you, Alberto, what, what's your take on it? And uh, what are you doing, if anything, to uh, try to, uh, to offset it? 
well, down here, it's it's much less of a problem than it was when I lived up in the Midwest. Sure. Because I mean, we, you know, we didn't we don't really get terribly cold. So not only do you have you know a super short amount of daylight where you go to work and it's pitch black, and you get off work and drive home and it's pitch black, and then it's negative thirty degrees on top of that. Like that's when uh back you know my pre keto days, that's when I would drink a lot. I drink a lot of beer because that's really all there was to do. You get home from work, take a shower, and just drink a couple of beers. Like it's cold out, you're not going to sweat at work the next day. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to do. You, you know, dark. You ain't going to go outside if you don't have to. And uh, that, I mean, that's how I used to cope with it pre keto. And ever since I've been keto, I've been in Texas, so mm-hmm. it hasn't been much of a problem. And you know, now with my job, driving around all the time and in and out of my truck all the time, and I'm like, I'm outside a lot. You know, I get plenty of sunlight. I just. Uh, I mean, it gets dark kind of early, and that's kind of a bummer, but it, it definitely has a lot less of an effect on me down here than it ever did when I lived up north. Yeah. Jim, you are up north, so let's talk with you a bit. In Indiana, we average about 38 minutes of daylight during the winter seat. No, I'm just, it's not quite that bad. Um, but it definitely thins out a little bit here. And um, a few years back, um, I was doing morning workouts, leaving it about. 5.30 in the morning and going in, working out 6 to 7-ish, come home, take a shower, head to work all day and everything. And if I was really good, I'd even go back and do another workout at night. And I, I, I love winter. I mean, I, I've lived in Indiana my whole life. I love snow. My dogs love snow. I mean, I'm, I'm all in and everything. But about three, four years ago, kind of really started getting this funk um, when I, I realized one day I came home from work and thought, I've not seen my house in daylight in days. And I've shared it before. My dad was a police officer and, you know, there's part of that in my head of thinking, you know, you, sometimes you need to go and walk around the house, just make sure everything is okay. Nobody's spray painted something stupid. Nobody's, you know, try to pry in your back door or anything. And, and I remember coming home and like, oh my gosh, I have not been like around my house and seen it in daylight in, it feels like ages. And with that, you know, the whole, you're inside when it's sunny out, even if it is a cold day and everything, it, it starts wearing on you for sure. I had a coworker at a previous job who invested in one of those, um, uh, not a sun lamp, like a tanning lamp, but um, a, a, a sunlight lamp. And Chris or Alberto, you may know the the right term for it. Basically, she set it on her desk and it was kind of like that natural light mm-hmm. ambiance kind of thing. And I, I I jokingly made fun of her one day of it. She's like, take it, go, go, go keep it in your office for the afternoon. And truly, what a difference that made. It's like, wow, this mm-hmm. is kind of nice to feel that. So yeah. um, I just bring this up because a lot of our guys in the groups and who follow us around um, on different social media and everything, like I was talking about a few moments ago, you know, they are, they are the morning workout crew and they have that drive of getting up at five, four, whatever time, crazy hour in the morning and go and doing that. Well, when you add, you know, six inches of snow, or the cold and everything. I mean, that's an extra mental step that you have to make. It's one thing to throw on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and your shoes and socks, and you're out the door in five minutes to go to the gym. It's when you have to hunker down and cross the great white frozen tundra to get to the gym or anything that you're like, hmm, 
bed's pretty good. I can hang out here another half hour or something like that. So, mm-hmm. you, which kind of will lead to, and at some point here in the conversation about, you know, working out at home and mm-hmm. different things like that. Bottom line, the seasonal affective disorder definitely does exist. A lot of people do struggle with it. Um, we've talked repeatedly on the podcast about how um, the mental clarity of keto kicks in and the energy and things like that. So if if you're finding those things and whatnot, hey, great, keep doing what you're doing, all, all good. Um, if you struggle with it, though, don't think that that is a sign of failure or anything as we're getting into the winter months. And especially we've we've talked about it on the podcast, um, you know, the first of the year, new starts and all of those kinds of things. I have a feeling that 2021, um, everybody's going to go into January 1st with some enthusiasm because we're going to be through an election. We're hoping that COVID-19 has is somewhere fading a little bit. I mean, there's there's so much that we're just like, let's just get the, through the flipping year and be done with it. So mm-hmm. hopefully we see some positivity. Um, and like I said, with a seasonal affective disorder, you know, just jump it on what you can and roll with it. That is a very, very long-winded answer, and I apologize for that. No, no it's fine. It's all good stuff. Uh, the um, I'm not sure if the one that 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 your coworker had had was the far infrared light, or if it was just a uh, a, U, a UV emitting lamp, or not. I think it was UV. There was yeah. no infrared. Yeah, okay. just the UV. Yeah. So light therapy absolutely can can be helpful, whether it be far infrared, uh, solar saunas, um, are, are a thing, um, just getting out during the day and getting a little bit of sun. The other thing that I've heard is uh, amping up and taking a very high dose, um, a very high dose, uh, vitamin D supplement can Mm -hmm. uh, help to it it doesn't by itself do the trick most of the time. I, I want to mention that real quickly. It it by itself doesn't fix it, uh, but it will when you couple that with getting out into what sun you can get in, your body absorbs it and it it, it works a lot better. And um, I'm already on on high dose vitamin D uh, myself because that's one of the things that gets affected with the TRT regimen. Um, so I've always, and then I'm most days not even leaving my house besides to walk across the street to my mailbox. So it's kind of one of those things I have to, to do something. Otherwise I will end up, um, being very vitamin D deficient. And so, uh, so, you know, I, I supplement that, uh, pretty much year round anyway. Um, so, but you, you, those are some things that we can do. I've heard of people doing, um, doing something as simple as a, um, as going to the tanning bed, you know, even if you're not the type of person that tans well, you can, um, even if you're the type that doesn't tan very well, you can go in for just a couple minutes at a time. And, uh, that can be that UV light that you were needing to help improve on what, uh, you know, what you're, what you're feeling and, uh, biochemically uh, improve kind of what's going on there because it, it, you know, we just, we need a little, um, you know, my gym has tanning beds or tanning booths more accurately. 
uh, which is uh, which is good. And uh, a lot of gyms do uh, have that type of thing that you can get your membership to to be that way. Um, so yeah, that's that's one of those uh, things that we can um, that we can do. There's I'm sure that there's other things, and I just haven't looked to see what those tips are. But those are things that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, so that actually kind of is something that we can, uh, uh, the, the gym thing was something that you were, were curious about, uh, talking about Jim. I know, um, when we you got through too many gyms there, yeah, by him. Yeah, GM, I think we're, at one point, which made me think of fruits, and I'm like, well, you can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I, I, I've had great success. Um, I shouldn't say great success. I've had success, um, at a local gym. It's a national chain, but one opened up in my community a couple of years ago, and been doing it for a while. Um, job obligations and a variety of things, um, are making it challenging to get there. And when you get penalized with a late cancellation fee, not be, and I get that you have to do that, but when it's not really your fault, but a work situation comes up, that kind of stings. So I am on the hunt for a new gym. Um, there's one that I used to belong to that is a gym that there are free weights, there are treadmills, there are exercise bikes. Um, there's really no classes or anything like that. So it's pretty much a DIY um, experience. So I'm throwing out to you gentlemen and to the listeners, if they want to comment on our podcast page and whatnot, mm -hmm. what do you look for in a gym? Yeah. I mean, because just because they have weights doesn't mean it's the greatest place just because they have treadmills, bikes, whatever. Yeah. So what, what you guys have done different things and whatnot. So what have you looked for in gyms in the past? Berto, start start us out, and then I'll give my response. All right, we got probably 15, 20 minutes before we're out of things to talk I'm, about. So you I'm going to okay. put it on mute and just let you roll like I did a few moments ago, brother. It's all – the floor is yours. No, uh, I mean, it just – it really depends on, you know, what you're trying to do. Obviously, cleanliness is a huge factor now. So, yeah, you want to make sure that the place is maintained, that they got, you know, adequate staff. You know, some places aren't staffed 24-7, and it's up to the individual people to clean their own stuff, which tends to work out just fine. But, you know, looking at stuff like that, and then whatever you're in there for. Like, uh, you know, if you've just honestly joined the gym and you see yourself, you know, going on the treadmill more than anything, then, man, test drive the treadmills. Make sure they're good treadmills. Make sure they work. Make sure that, they, that you're comfortable with them. You know, if you're going to be there messing with the machines, you think you're going to be a machine guy, then go through every one of those machines. You know, make sure that they, they're smooth, the pulleys look like they're working right, that everything's functioning. Because, like, I, I've been stuck in some hotel gyms, and, like, you you kind of walk past, you look in there, you're like, all right, you know, I can work with this stuff. And then you get in there, and, you know, the pulleys are broken, cables are broken, there's no pins on the machines. Uh, you go to do pull-ups, and the pull-up bar's all wobbly and loose, and it's just like, all right. You know, in a hotel situation, that's fine. But, like, if you join a gym specifically for these purposes, then, no, that, that would not be good. Um, other than that... Um, Dumbbells, make sure they got plenty of dumbbells. And honestly, more than anything, uh, I would join a gym if I had to change. If they had just one very good set of dumbbells that went all the way up to, let's just say, like 120 pounds, 130 pounds, I could do everything I really want to do with strictly dumbbells as long as they start at five pounds that work their way all the way up. And I, I, can, get, I can get a really good workout with just that. But, uh, I mean, test run the place. You know, if you're, if you're going to go get your free membership and check it out, usually they'll let you – get a workout in 
you take advantage of that time to get on everything, get on every treadmill, get on every elliptical, get on every stair climber, uh, make sure everything's, everything's uh, you're comfortable with everything. And it's all working the way it's supposed to, because you don't want to end up stuck at a gym with uh, a gym with equipment that's in need of maintenance either. Cause that would be a bummer. No, I, years ago, I, I joined the community center gym in, in the city that I was living in at the time. And it was convenient. It was a really like, dirt cheap i think it was like 10 bucks a month or something like it was it was it was nothing but the 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 weight equipment was horrible it wasn't well maintained it had to have been 20 years old most of it the treadmills were you know five to ten years old and had a whole bunch of people that were just as heavy as i was at that time uh you know doing doing their thing on it and so it's broken down you know sometimes they'd work sometimes they wouldn't so yeah, cleanliness and, and working totally jump out at me. Um, I like your suggestion a lot about uh, the, the dumbbells. And, and the reason I like it is um, because a lot of time, if you don't have a workout partner, if you switch the variation from a barbell-based uh, uh, workout, like the traditional bench, and you do bench with, uh, with dumbbells, you tr- you tr- taught me to you know use that as an easy way to bail if needed. So, Berto, any any other things to add to that? The uh, the cleanliness and and the facilities. I know you're not one for classes much, uh, but do you do you see the value in that, or is that something that like people shouldn't pay extra for? If you're gonna do them, sure. The no. problem that I would have is I'd be like, this sounds like a great idea. And then I would pay the extra money. And then I would just be like, yeah, I don't feel like doing that anymore. <laughs> and I, I would never do them. If you're going to do the classes, yeah. And like I see, like, and even now the classes are, are obviously super empty at crunch. So even there's times where like, you want to just stick around for the class. Like if I happen to be in that room, mm-hmm. you know, they'll just ask, I want to stick around. Cause there's like literally three other people in there. Yeah. So I mean, if you're, if you're going to do them, you know, even if it's not your thing, even if it was like, say like Zumba or something, like if Zumba might not be your thing, but I promise you it's going to be a good workout. And it's going to be something that you've never done before. So there's no shame in it. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've did a couple spin classes at crunch and, uh, those are extremely challenging. Um, uh, they, they really, um, yeah, uh, definitely some, some crazy, crazy things to, uh, to, to try to, to do. And that the, the classes at, at some place like crunch, um, which, Crunch isn't the only people that do this, but I think, you know, they're the, the ones that we know. Uh, they do a little bit of everything. They've got CrossFit style classes. They've got uh, spin classes. They've got yoga. They've got, uh, uh, what's that dance? Jazzer, jazz, is, is it jazzercising? I don't want I don't even know. That's, that's Zumba. Awesome. Zumba. They call it Zumba now. Um, you know, stuff like that to, um, to really... Um, they they really do have uh, a lot of variety and they let you try different things. And I think there's definitely some value to that. Uh, that's one of the things that I enjoyed about doing camp gladiator was uh, they, they would, they would have cycles. So each week we'd have a different type of methodology and it kept the muscles confused. It kept activity up. Some weeks it was, all about the cardio some weeks it was about working heavier um you know those types of things and i think that type of uh variety can be very beneficial uh, for that 
I definitely, um, given have given having gotten the experience. Wow, that's complicated. Of, of, <laughs> I'm sitting here like what? <laughs> having gotten the experience that I have with Crunch, uh, I really, I don't think I could go to any other gym. Just because there's, they've got everything. They've got tons of cardio. They've got all the free weights, all of the the weight machines, the 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 deadlift uh, platforms, just everything. And that freedom, that that ability to have everything uh, right there is just pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Pretty pretty awesome to to be able to just walk in. And they have so much of it that. Most of the time, as long as you're a little bit of flexible with the order that you do things, you generally don't have to wait for anything um, because they have enough equipment to, to go around. And, and so if you that, I think, is the important part for me is I have, you know, most, most days I'm. I'm struggling just to cram the one hour of time that I have to get into that gym. in. so I anything that slows me down once I'm there is something that I'm not interested in. So I definitely would um, definitely would abdicate for uh, trying to uh, have a gym that, that had plenty of equipment to work out and plenty of space uh, to give people the, you know, ability to do everything that they want to do. Uh, so you both talk that you appreciate variety. So the reason I asked this or mentioned that is that I have a friend that I was talking to about the the gym hunt and finding the the next thing and whatnot. And she actually has one of those newer machines that does the virtual training mm-hmm. where you've got the computer screen in front of you and you hop on the bike. She does the bike and, okay, we are going to bike 25 miles of the Great Wall of China. And literally she is watching you know, being on the top of the Great Wall of China and biking up and down and all different kinds of things. And she loves it. And you can pick all these different options and things like that. Ultimately, though, she's still biking on a on a exercise bike mm-hmm. in her home office. D- would that ever entice either of you to have one of those things? And maybe not necessarily the bike. I've I've she said that she'd heard that they were going to do one that's um, kind of like a uh, an, an all weights type thing where you can do different types of training with a virtual trainer or whatnot. Does that jump out at either of you if you had that option? Or do you like being in a gym outside of your home, away, your own thing? Does that motivate you a little bit more? I personally prefer to go to a gym. Obviously, you know, I, I worked out from home when I had to. But like I had no intention of investing in any kind of equipment to make it a permanent thing here. It just like to me, it's like you know, part of it's just like going, like going to the gym. Like you get there, and this building is specifically designed for one purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, like walking out of my garage, I'll get sidetracked, end up cleaning something. <laughs> you know, right. So, so, so yeah. For me, I mean, I can work out at home. I, I, they're not. I can get a good workout at home, but I can get a great workout at the gym. That's probably the easiest way I can describe it. Okay. Yeah for 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 me it's it's much the same i am so easily distractible or there's always something going on around the house my wife will need something in the middle of whatever it is i'm doing um that i just i can't like i have to get away to have that concentrated time of effort and physical activity 
Um, I've tried really hard to do it here um, at the house and I'm just really bad at it, even though I've got all sorts of, you know, gadgets and gizmos and things to, to make a decent workout here at the house. I just can't, I can't do it reliably because I'm just able, uh, I'm, I'm not in that mode. It's the same thing that a lot of people uh, deal with whenever they are going to work. Now that they're at home, they don't have to go to work. They're working from home. And so they, they have this whole, how do I switch into work mode? Because that drive to work was the ritualistic get prepared for, get into that mindset, load the energy, load the mindset, all that type of stuff. I've had to deal with that for seven and a half years at this point. So I'm used to it, but uh, it is one of those things. I, I miss some of that ritual and it was even suggested by uh, some of our wellness folks um, at, at Apple to, you know, do make a ritual, you know, pre-work ritual, like go walk up and down the road or do something specific. That's kind of your, your key. And the same thing works for the gym. So for me, it's either going to the gym or biking to the gym, which I'm enjoying. Um, I think, in the ter- in terms of the um the bike with the display that you're you know doing these virtual things uh the i think I, that would be interesting for a couple times but i would get bored of it pretty quick mm-hmm. and i i do i think that i would have issues with trying to to enjoy that long term it's definitely not something i would invest the type of money necessary uh, for those things, those things are freaking expensive. Um, but I do know that for a lot of people, that's all they want. That's all they need. It's their spin class. It's their whatever. And so I, I, it's all up to what you find works for you. Now we've kind of alluded to it. Um, that you, you mentioned it before with the, while we were talking about the seasonal affective disorder, but for a lot of us, when the snow falls, it won't happen to us down here in Austin, but for those in the northern reaches of the the northern hem, northern hemisphere, uh, you know the snow's going to come down, and that's going to be a workout of its own, just shoveling the driveway. But for those that want to and need to get to to uh, to the gym, that can be made harder because of the snow. So we kind of were were joking earlier. Well, do a workout at home, just like you did all summer. Uh, and, you know, it, it's true. Uh, we kind of did. But uh, but what – so among the three of us, what are the things that, that we found work most uh, well from home uh, that we could do in winter? Because uh, we were talking with JJ. We, we released JJ's episode this week and um, – in, in the conversation with him, he's like, uh, winter's going to be fun. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, but, uh, I'm going to do something. And so I, what, what are you guys thinking would make the most effective at home workout for you guys? Well, mine, mine's easy. Cause I, I, I mean, like I said, we just said we did it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I ended up just buying that athlete next, uh, zero program, which is all body weight work. And, and that was a fantastic little purchase. And, there, and there's no shortage of, of free programs out there on, you know, bodybuilding.com, muscleandfitness.com. They all have massive exercise databases you can 
almost get anything you've ever wanted for free. It just got you pick by category. Mm-hmm. And I wanted something a little more structured, so I did buy uh, that athlete next zero. And uh, I mean, that's just what I stuck with. You know, it gave me a regiment, it gave me a schedule, told you what you're doing every day, it scheduled your rest days for you. So, you know, it was one of those things at a time where the time of uncertainty, I, I, I knew what was coming up the next day and I could just kind of follow a schedule and keep a little bit of normalcy. Yeah. But um, as far as doing it over the winter, I mean, same thing, you know, for the most part, you don't need a ton of space to get this stuff done. There's a few exercises where you do a bit of jumping around, but you can just easy, as easily skip that part or move on to the next workout. But to get a real good at-home workout, I, I always tell people you only really need as much space as it takes to do a push-up. Because in the space it takes to do a push-up, you can do a burpee, you can do squats, you can do lunges, you can do push-ups, mm-hmm. you know, you can do sit-ups. It, it doesn't take much space. If you can lay out a yoga mat, you got enough room to get a to get a workout in. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I agree. That that's kind of my my thought on that myself is it's uh easy enough to get the um it's easy enough to do bodyweight workouts uh and and thing and and any type of uh, any type of bands a set of bands i think is probably what i would what i would be doing because bodyweight is not my you know favorite thing in the world um so i would um for for me, a, a set of bands is is nice because it gives you some of that resistance training um, that that I like a lot. And we actually have two different sets of it, uh, sets of bands at this point um, because they one came with some extra accessories. But you can find them on Amazon. You find them pretty much everywhere um, that sells workout gear, and they've been somewhat readily available even during the time of of COVID and people getting workout equipment at home. The only thing that I miss and my neighbors have had a bench, it's torn to crap on the seat. Um, but there's a bench sitting out there on the curb and it's calling my name because that would allow me to, to have something that I can like hook the, uh, hook the bands to and get a, a, a bench press on or that type of thing instead of trying to do it on the floor and that type of thing. It's just not, not working very well. So um, I will if it's still there in a day or two, I'll probably be grabbing it, um, trying to find some way to to redo the seats just so that I have it, you know, because duct tape. Yeah, (laughs) duct tape. Yeah, pretty much. Um, So, yeah, there's there's all sorts of different things that that you can do at home uh, to to do a workout of some sort uh, and just find what, what works for you. Um, I know that there's a lot of people that love those battle bikes versus the, uh, spin bikes. Um, the, uh, which that's a, a very much a CrossFit thing typically. Um, but yeah, there's just lots of, uh, all of that available and, and it doesn't have to be terribly expensive. I haven't invested a small fortune in the gear that I have. I just have a little bit of gear. So, um, Jim, your thoughts, anything else to close or add to that? I guess the only thing that I would add with it is that, you know, if you're, if your schedule for whatever reason or your, <clears throat> your motivation during the winter time, uh, falls off a little bit, you know, one thing that you can actually do to help in many different ways is do some really good stretching mm-hmm. and either if it's yoga or if it's just, 
uh, finding some stuff on YouTube or whatever that helps you stretch out, keep limber and things like that. Um, if you've got a sit down job and you drive to your sit down job and then you drive home from your sit down job and then you sit at home, yeah, you're not, you're not benefiting in any way, shape or form. So if you don't want to go to the gym or you don't want to, whatever the case may be, at least find, um, a YouTube channel. There are so many good ones out there actually that, you know, if you've got a home office, like Alberto was saying, you know, if you've got the space for a mat, you can stretch too. And you may find that you can only move in certain ways and whatnot, but don't give up. I mean, stick with it just like, you know, the keto way of eating. If you give up on it, it's not going to work. If you cheat on it, it's not going to work. But if you keep at it, you're going to see the improvements. And again, I went out uh, Friday night with some friends and one was talking about being um, in virtual class all week long. And she said, my hip flexors hurt so bad. And we were talking about a couple of different stretches that my chiropractors told me what, how to do. Um, so just find a way of doing it. Uh, again, YouTube's free. And if you've got a streaming device, streaming TV, you can watch it right there, set it up on your computer, whatever the case may be, and just do 15, 20 minutes of good stretching, focus on yourself. Um, it will, it will definitely help you in the long run. Agreed. Agreed. Stretching alone can, can go a long way. Uh, I need to do a lot more of that. That was one of the, the, the pieces of feedback I got at Kung Fu on Friday. There's a, a, a stance called a bow stance and I wasn't twisting my whole body forward to meet my knee. And that's because it's hard for me because my hips don't want to, don't want to, uh, twist that way. And mm -hmm. so it's uh, one of those things I, I need to do better work on uh, getting more flexible and limber and those types of things. Um, By the way, Chris, every time you talk about Kung Fu in my mind, all I hear is, whoa, <laughs> That's, I, it just goes yeah. to it immediately. Yeah. And, and, you know, so yeah. I, I just want to kind of have that in the background every time you say it as this, this autoplay kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, not knocking yeah, kung fu at no, all man no, but i just no, I it, it just happens it's just there in my head <laughs> yep, i get it i do i get it um yeah so it's it's definitely um flexibility is definitely something that that will help a lot and just doing some basic stretches um in fact actually that same that same uh sifu uh which is our term for uh teacher um, that was coaching me on that. She said, I don't often suggest yoga, but I think you might need some yoga. <laughs> and so I should probably get into some yoga, even though I, I'm, I don't know why I'm resistant. resistant. You know, who you got to hit up, you got to hit up Tony James. Oh yes, I do. And yes, it's all about the yoga and the YouTube. And he, he's posted lists of people he follows on YouTube and stuff and yeah. for his yoga. And you I mean, you see the videos, that guy's doing yoga, I think every day, mm -hmm. every day. Um, so yeah, I need to, uh, take after Tony in that regard. He, uh, he, he definitely knows his stuff in that regard and, and, uh, follow his example. Um, so that's good. Or, um, I mentioned JJ earlier, you can get a mace and throw a mace around and some kettlebells. And so, you know, for 
again, small pieces of equipment, you can do full-fledged workouts. Um, and any weight can be heavy whenever you do it sm- slow enough and intentionally enough. So yeah. just make sure you have vaulted ceilings in your uh, house. Yeah. You, you want to want to, or you're not underneath a ceiling fan. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely want to be high <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah. JJ is worried about that. So he's thinking that he'll be outside most of the, most of the winter, which will be, uh, which will be fun on the, uh, the Chicago land area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's on the good side of the lake too. So, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, Let's see. I think that's most of the notes that I had. Is there anything else I'm forgetting that we wanted to talk about? I think we've hit everything for the most part. Okay, then. Uh, Well, then. Um, I think we have um, had talked talked about a lot of good stuff. Um, Just another quick reminder for those who listen through, didn't stop and immediately go to our store, uh, get the link in the show notes, go to the store, order your merch, um, get it in early, uh, use our uh, discount code earlybird15 to get 15% off your order. And uh, we look forward to to seeing uh, our new design um, or our hoodies uh, out there in the real world, hopefully in a um, relatively short amount of time before the holidays for sure. Um, and uh, get to, to get to see what you guys are doing uh, with that out there. We love seeing the pictures of you guys uh, sporting that, whether it be in the gym or out in the, uh, out in the world in general. Um, it's uh, very encouraging for, for us to, to see that. Uh, last reminder uh, to our listeners, uh, make sure that you uh, take a chance, if you would, to go and uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, that just helps the algorithm get us in front of as many people as possible. And uh, all of that was, is a, uh, was very helpful for sure. So we've got um, lots of great things coming. The groups are continuing to grow, and uh, we're seeing lives changed. And that—that that is absolutely the uh, most important part: is seeing uh, lives change for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O. M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week. <laughs>